So here we are, the first ever episode of Is This Seat Taken? Um, and wow, this is amazing. Okay, so today I have the wonderful Tash with me. Hello, Tash. Hi. So if there was a seat spare next to you, where would it be? And what would your day have been? It sounds like I'm doing a, a date show. <laughs> Blind date <laughs> show. <laughs> Um, well I've got to say I think we'd be in a pub right now like where we all want to (laughs) be oh my goodness I've forgotten even what a pub in the inside of a pub looks like um I know absolutely um that is exactly where we would be I think I I agree there's lots of people that would definitely want to be in that seat right now um well so what would your day have been like talk me talk me through it um Probably not as far as it is from now, to be honest. Um, I'm kind of liking life in lockdown. Yeah? Um, yeah. Um, I've been waking up, going for a walk, um, making sure I'm set up my desk by nine o'clock, getting on with work. Um, yeah, running. But then I would definitely end that day in the pub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, Tash, you're a student, aren't you? You're, you're studying your master's in... In architecture. Okay. And yeah. so talk to me a little bit about that. And how do you think it's been different um, due to COVID and lockdowns? Yeah, well, I can definitely tell you the difference because I've been studying it for six years now. That's amazing. Um, so I did my undergrad at University of Huddersfield back up north. <gasps> um, my heart and home. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I did a year working in Manchester. Uh, which I absolutely love city life. It was amazing. Um, and then I've been down here for two years in the lovely Porter's Head near Bristol. Um, and how's that? That's quite different, I suppose, from places that you've lived already. Yeah, well, I find it quite interesting, actually, because it's kind of the same as home. It's small town, everyone knows everyone. But here you've got the sea, which is a little bit different. <laughs> the sea, the Bristol estuary. Yeah. <laughs> the Bristol Channel, sorry. <laughs> to me, it's the sea. Okay. No, to be fair, like that open, that open stretch of water is does wonders, I think, for my, or does wonders for me. Oh, that's, yeah, definitely. That space. Um, when the first lockdown ended and I came back, um, I was in lockdown with my dad back in Yorkshire. And then when I came down here... Um, I used to just go at 10 o'clock at night and sit on the beach and watch the sunset and it is perfect. Oh, that sounds delightful. Um, what is, so what's home like in Nor- up in Yorkshire? <laughs> so, that, that, that was a really bad attempt to do a Yorkshire accent. Yeah. <laughs> in comparison to my southern. Let's just say you wouldn't fit in with that accent. <laughs> I'm not surprised to be fair. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> not much different it's pretty much the same just everything's a lot cheaper um, <laughs> yeah I always like to um, reference thing on a reference things on a Greg sausage roll <laughs> um, so up there you could probably get a Greg sausage roll for about 30p um what which yeah down here in Bristol probably about a pound and then if you go to London it's probably about four pounds so I didn't think that like for a chain that that'd be that different in price yeah I know um surprising isn't it but yeah um anything even if you like go and buy a pint of milk or whatever that's insane 
That's yeah. insane. I like how the obviously southerners think southerners have more money, and we actually don't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my broke ass. Like, like, I can't even have a sausage roll. <laughs> you say that, but there's also like um, London wage. Like that's true. London, um, I can understand. There's London wages. And yeah, there's... like I've just started looking for my graduate job. Finally, Ooh, exciting. And, um, like London average wages for the job I'm going into are a good like five grand more. Mm. Um, so that's what they expect living to be more. An extra five grand. <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's the tally up of all those extra sausage rolls that you buy out of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sausage rolls and donuts. The difference. So yeah. <laughs> oh bless. So do you think it's do you think being in lockdown has like affected your course or your studying? Or do you think it's given you more time to kind of focus? Do you think it's like so it's like loads of questions. I just find it quite interesting. Do you think it's no, giving yeah. you a kind of like more um, drive to kind of be a bit more like time management with yourself? Yeah, I can, can totally see how it would affect people negatively. Like you're stuck in your room. You can't really like bounce your ideas off people. Mm. Um, that's the one thing I found really hard. But I've actually really thought it was positive um, because for the past six years, I've also worked like a bar time a bar time a part-time bar job um, <laughs> alongside um and this has basically made me feel like I'm working full-time freelance as an architect but That's getting good. like the creative freedom of not having cost involved because it's university projects yeah um so yeah, that's great. And then it's allowed me to take on freelance work as well. So So it's actually been a very positive experience for you really. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah that's that's nice because I'm sure there's lots of people at the moment having uh struggling with um being in lockdown and uh I suppose the the break from the norm especially if you're doing something like a, a degree or master's or uh, something like that where your kind of routines changed yeah, um sure. do you think you're getting lots of support from uni as well um, you know, like, there's like zoom calls and all that stuff yeah, like my design studio is working really well um, to the point where we're meant to have like a half hour tutorial each on a Wednesday, but we all just sign in for the whole day. And then like for an hour in the morning, the tutor will go and teach another year and we'll all just like stay in the chat and just talk about life because you never get to bounce your ideas off each other anymore. And I think that really is the hardest thing. Um because with it being such a creative subject, you like to have interactions and people have ideas that you don't think of. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And sometimes I think if you have ideas, um, if you if you let them replay over your head too long without getting them out, I always think that you just kind of stay stagnant. But when you can start reading them off, then more things come in, in, into play yeah, into completely. your mind. It's like a so. natural flow of... Yeah, sure. And, or like someone, someone might put a different spin on and, and say, well, actually how about this this and this and you go oh god I never even thought of it like that um, yeah completely yeah no I well because I, I, this is interesting because obviously the reason why I wanted to start doing these podcasts was was to uh kind of ignite that kind of lost conversation that I feel, feel as a society we kind of have lost over time due to social media and like hiding behind screens and keyboards and no yeah. one ever wants to answer the phone and they just want to text instead so like having the the, the luxury of being able to talk to people I think it's quite nice and it's been forgotten. Um, I was actually talking about something like this with my housemate yesterday. Um, yeah. And saying how back in the days of like Plato and Leonardo da Vinci, they wouldn't have just been like an artist. So they would have 
dissected animals there would have been scientists there would have been philosophers they would have been architects and artists and everything and it was because their mind was so like expanded they had nothing to distract them so and everything would be connected so they connect science with astronomy and art and everything and now we have people that specifically study like i don't know um homelessness in bristol for the ages between 19 and 20 and that would be their life's work yeah back then they would have been everything and everything was more connected yeah and i really do think it's because nowadays we just have more distractions our minds are so much more full um not just with the time in our day that is less because we're on our phones and whatever but just our actual minds are distracted as well yeah but in not necessarily in a positive way no it's like it's like filling our our brains with just crap really isn't it yeah well yeah so it's good that it's good that you still got an outlet for you need to kind of like still have that's that freedom to kind of bounce ideas off each yeah. other especially for doing something like architecture and I suppose a lots of your um like road no, I was gonna say road trip uh <laughs> I was like school trips uh um <laughs> on the on the you know field trips um, yeah aren't is aren't there are they no so, so I suppose um, it's quite difficult would that our, be difficult for our masters at UE we're meant to go somewhere at the beginning of the year um mm-hmm. and you choose that for your second year so the second year is choose and then the whole of the masters go um last year I went to Morocco um Marrakesh which was amazing I didn't um, like Marrakesh Oh, I love. I mean, it. I didn't go as an organized trip. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. definitely found myself down a few alleys being followed, and they were like, yeah. and I was no, like shit." It, that is a bit scary, but I just love anywhere that has a completely different culture. Like, I find it so interesting. Me too. Me too. Generally, but I think like Marrakesh, there's there's uh, there's very few places I've been to that I'm like, oh god, I'd never go back there again. Marrakesh yeah. is as beautiful as it was. I think it was beautiful, like from like a you know um, scenic and kind of that sort of kind of point of view and food uh but I did I did feel I don't know if that's because of the time of year that I went or I'm not sure that I found yeah. and, and we and I and we stayed just outside of the new uh the newer bit you know um but you know there's a there's a there's like the modern quarter you know where yeah. you can buy alcohol and stuff well we I stayed just outside of that oh, okay um, yeah my hostel was literally right in the middle of the Medina so ah okay yeah yeah so, yeah, so um maybe I just had a different experience but yeah a, f- a few times that they, I got a bit lost and uh I was being tried to get taken down different side streets so I was like mm-hmm. yeah they try and make you pay them to get you places and then they, and then they lose you and then they and i'm just like i'm not being mugged here by all me and then and then the the the, the riad that i stayed in the, even the, the owners wouldn't drive us to certain areas because it was just like too um uh dangerous and i was just like well how am i supposed to get out and have some day like, dinner at like eight o'clock <laughs> um but yeah we did we get actually... told to like go in groups and never like groups of girls or anything so i can yeah. see why it'd be pretty scary luckily there was we found a, a couple there's another couple a spanish couple staying in the same riad as us and um they we overheard them having the same conversation so i was like hey hey do you want to go out together <laughs> uh, so, so luckily yeah we, we buddied up and it was lovely we actually had a nice we actually had a nice time because and then we, when we went out as a foursome it was a bit much more enjoyable they yeah. kind of like let us be a lot um, a, a lot easier than like a couple yeah so, safety and numbers 
it really was safety in numbers so yeah that's yeah that's my experience with marrakesh but anyway sorry yeah, where else so as, as a first year student we basically got to go for fun um but then this year we should have been going to istanbul um, wow and then that would have been our first term project to design something forever there but obviously yeah. we couldn't go so it has meant that i've had the whole year to play with one project which is quite interesting but it would have been nicer to play with something in oh, Istanbul. Absolutely. So does that mean that, out of interest, does that mean, like, your modules have now changed? Like, Yeah, so they have changed certain stuff. Um, they say that they're going to be more relaxed on marking, but I don't know how true that is. Mm. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there is certain stuff. So, like, that last year they would have done three projects by now, like, small projects, but we're yeah. working on something and we're only halfway through it. Oh. Um, and when do you graduate? Um, I finish in May. I graduate okay. in June. Wow! <laughs> so it's super for the super. second time, and then to you're a real, real adult. Uh, well, well real, I still with got a real to do like stuff after that. Um, so you do your part three qualification while you're in practice. So you get to have like a real life adult job, um, but you're also doing uni alongside to finally do your accreditation. Wow, that's um... yeah. Yeah, this is why I dropped out of uni. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't doing architecture, but no, that's not why I dropped out of uni. But um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm very lucky that I enjoy it. Um, I've wanted to do it since I was nine years old, and I think I'm just so stubborn that um... <laughs> I've still said on. you're nine. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I, fair play. Like when I was nine, I think I wanted to be an astronaut. I mean, imagine <laughs> if I stuck at that. Um, but, but that just shows that if that's your, if that's your like, real passions and whatever, that that's yeah. the things like to stick with, isn't it? Trying to, just to do the things that you enjoy. But mm-hmm. fair play. I didn't know you ever wanted it to be. I never. I didn't know you wanted. Uh, oh my goodness! Didn't I never knew that you always wanted to be it since you were nine? Yeah. So I wanted to be an art teacher, and then my dad. You was like, so totally look like an art teacher. Yeah. My dad was like. You ain't going to make money doing that. (laughs) 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 To to an eight-year-old. Oh, Um, so then I was like, I love traveling, I love buildings, and I love art. So I kind of put the three together. Mm. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) The rest is history. (laughs) And here you are. Oh, I love it. Oh, no, fair play to you. So, so, So going back to comparing north and south do you yes. where would you prefer Ooh, to live that is if like if like birmingham question. is like the cutoff of like the, you know the midlands so like anything south it's obviously south do so you know like, what? i was actually looking at the north so i was um borderline the official one where is the borderline so it starts in the east up at hull right but then goes down to the west like below birmingham like gloucester Really? Yeah. <laughs> so theoretically, Bristol is nearly in the north. It's nearly the north, or it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it must be like an economic line because obviously London's on the east. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so I found that really interesting. That's quite interesting because I never would have thought like that. No. Um, but yeah, where do I prefer? I don't know. I did absolutely adore living in Manchester for the year. Yeah, I've heard um, good things about Manchester. I still like hate myself a little bit for becoming a southerner. <laughs> <gasps> How dare you! It is a massive thing, especially coming from Yorkshire. 
Like I was going to say, because I know there's obviously the the jokes of North and the South. (laughs) Uh, But to be fair, when I hear North and the South, the first thing I think of is Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I can see that. (laughs) You know, nothing Jon Snow. (laughs) Um, But I do, and I just think everyone who the South of in Game of Thrones were absolute dicks. Uh, Well, yeah, that's kind of what we're taught as well. Um, so do you think that theory is true then? The South Southerners are dicks? <laughs> I don't know. You know me. You answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you're Northerner, I'm Southerner, and I think we're, I think we're fine. So, yeah. um, I mean, <laughs> maybe we're the anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think apart from our accents, I don't think you could tell where we're from. I tell that we were a different region. No, no. Apart from that, you you don't feel the cold ever. Yeah. And if you're wearing <laughs> you're if you're wearing a coat, I, like yeah. And if you're wearing 10. a coat, I know it's cold. I'm like, Jesus, cold. Um. <laughs> it is like a good three, four degrees colder up there. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, I don't know physically because I'm not there, <laughs> but you know, I, but I do know obviously. There's like that very. Have you ever been anywhere up north? Uh, I mean, I've been to Scotland, and I've been to Newcastle. Okay. Um, that's well, north of the wall. That's like I know. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like yeah, you know nothing. I'm her. Um, yeah. Well, I think that's. I think that's the only kind of places. And I suppose I've been to, I've been to Snowdonia, so it's Wales, but it's still north. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Um, but yeah, those, those, that's as furthest I've furthest I've been. I mean, Scotland's quite far, I suppose, isn't it? <laughs> Edinburgh. Yeah. And Newcastle, but I love Newcastle though. I yeah, Newcastle is amazing. And I just and I do and to be honest, I always think Northerners are much more friendlier than Southerners. I I do agree. Yeah, like they've got they've got a better sense of humour, and I think they've always seen a lot more, um, just jolly. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know what I mean. It's just like they're just I don't know, just nicer. Like even simple things to going into a shop, like is they're just I don't know. I've always the times I've been up there, I've just found them nicer. Because um, I've been to Edinburgh twice, been to Newcastle twice, um, but time some time ago now. But yeah, I've always mm. thought that. I've always thought, why are why why is it it was so rude to not oh, not everyone's rude, obviously down here, but mm. um, in comparison, they're a bit more. They just they just seem a bit more precious, a bit more kind of um, boundaries, you know. Yeah, oh, can't give anyone eye contact. They might realise what what I did like 20 years ago you know like that is a thing actually when I go out walking down here um I would naturally say hello to everyone like strangers and that's just I think that's a northern thing (laughs) that they don't do down here (laughs) well you know what though it's like when I moved to Bristol um how old was I about 15 16 years ago now I moved to Bristol and I came from a little village smaller smaller than Porter's head uh, and I moved to Bristol and everyone was really friendly there do you know what I mean it was farmers and like just that really classic good morning good morning good morning so when I moved to Bristol I remember doing that and yeah like you just said no one no one wanted to talk to me back yeah and I just found I remember being 21 and being like found it really strange 21 whatever it was I'm feeling feeling really strange being like oh goodness this is what city life is like hey uh, I don't feel like that now because I'm just, now just like oh just 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 people isn't it? some people are just rude I think I guess um, there's but... just so many people to say hi to that 
<laughs> You'd probably lose your voice. <laughs> <laughs> but people just walk with their heads down. It's like, yeah, just like, especially in London. Can you imagine the energy it would take to say hello to every single person you walk past? Oh, God. Like every time I've gone to London, <laughs> my poor friend, once I visited my friend and she was at uni, and uh, I, she met me at the tube station, and I must be in early 20s. And I've been to London, I think, maybe once or twice before. So not very often, not very often. Yeah. And then I was, as we were leaving the tube station, I obviously held the door open for the next person coming in. How <laughs> dare <laughs> right, right there. And then like she came, like she obviously didn't realise what I was doing. So she walked off and she came back and she was like, for goodness sake, Emma, get your London head on. If you open the door for one person, you're going to be stood here all day. Um, and at the time I was just like, that's just good manners. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, obviously I would have let go of the door at some point. Um, but like now, every time I go to London, I always feel really rude. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm just like, no, no, not even, not holding the door, not looking at anyone. Not, do you know what I mean? I'm just like, it's just a bit soulless. Yeah, but you know? maybe that shows the stereotype. But if they were in a social environment, then it's very different. Sure, sure, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it's interesting. Interesting, yeah. I suppose. But I suppose, yeah, everyone just has to keep their own to their own. Yeah. But um, not really my bag. I'm not like you. I'm like, I like to talk to people. It's good. It's good to talk. Yeah, I'm definitely one for holding doors open for people, and I found that really hard since the pandemic. You're almost like <laughs> run away and shout back at them, like, "I'm sorry, I would open it for you, but I COVID." <laughs> holding it with your elbows and like your legs stretched out, like some new yoga yeah. move. <laughs> so an old granny dropped a walking stick the other day when I was in the shop, and I was like. Obviously, I, I, I kind of, like, didn't run, but I kind of, like, briskly stepped forward to try and, like, pick it up for her. And then I stopped myself, and I was like, oh, shit. I can't even pick this poor old lady's walking stick up. Yeah. And I was just, I was like, excuse me, excuse me, you dropped your stick. And I painfully had to try and watch her. You know, when you're just like, oh, God, like. No, no yeah, this, I've noticed this, um, that. Can't even be nice anymore because of COVID. <laughs> 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 or somebody else looking at me and I'd be like, I don't know if they're looking at me to say pick a stick up for her or like that's right don't you dare pick it up you know <laughs> maybe we're all just going to become really rude and selfish yeah I mean I hope not no I hope not too <laughs> Quite like I think like, well, there'll be, a, there'll be <laughs> another divide won't there there'll be either, like like all the people that's bulk uh, bought uh, toilet roll yeah. and then the people who are handing out toilet rolls to their friends that's the divide that's going to be the new divide yeah. rude and selfish or kind and giving yeah completely selfless <laughs> yeah oh, that'd be interesting it'll be interesting mm. but um yeah okay Tash well thank you ever so much for your time with me today um and letting me occupy the seat next to you theoretically when actually I'm sat in the car because it sounds like I'm hoping it sounds like a good sound box um but yes it's been an actual pleasure and I'm sure we can go for a lot of distant walks very soon yeah always interesting to talk to you <laughs> oh love you <laughs> love you too <laughs> bye, bye.